Hello, and welcome back to Belmont Bunch for the Metro Division preview. The gang's all here. <laughs> that was terrifying. So today we're doing the Metro Division preview. I have my predictions ready. We'll jump right into it. In eighth place, I have the Columbus Blue Jackets. Now, this is an interesting last place team. I feel like I say that for every team. Is it interesting because you said it? Yes. We'll start from the fourth line up. Eric Robinson, Sean Corrali, Liam Foody. That looks like an effective fourth line to me. Liam Foody is very fast, uh, and the other two are very... Well, I'm sorry. Corrali is an accomplished, uh, solid glue guy. Uh, Eric Robinson, I think, has some upside as a power forward. Uh, third line, Boone Jenner and Texier. Uh, are still guys that can add some offense uh, and be responsible defensively. Bjorkstrand has been really good the last few years. He's got Jack Roslovic and Gustav Nyquist. We'll see how healthy he is. Um, this is all via, sorry, the lines are from Daily Faceoff, by the way. Uh, and the first line is list, listed currently as Cole Sillinger, Patrick Laine, and Jakob Voracek. Um, tough spot to put Cole Sillinger in uh, that quickly. Um, so... I don't know. That feels tough, and maybe he'll go down the lineup. Uh, this just feels like a team that's going to be hardworking. Maybe not Patrick Laine. We'll see. Uh, but it feels like a hardworking team in, in the forward group. That isn't going to make games easy on anyone, even though I'm picking them for last. Defensively, Gavrikov, Kuken, um, Warinsky, Boquist, Bean, and Peek. Um, again, decent unit. A little bit of young guys uh, getting... Probably acclimated a little bit more. Jake Bean has a lot of upside. Peak seems to have some upside. I don't know if that's peaky or peak. I've never heard it said. Uh, but Gavrikov I like a lot. And he could help Jake Bean along the way, right off the get-go. Warinsky, uh, Boquist, fresh start. Really excited for him. I, I think, you know, the, the Seth Jones move is going to pay off in the long run. Uh, defensively, or sorry, in goal, uh, Elvis is still there. And Eunice Corpusalo. I do like these goalies. I think last year they were the victims of a very difficult division. And maybe not having, uh, you know, the co coaching situation, um, you know, it, it, it just tends to grind on you. Uh, and maybe fresh start this year, a little bit uh, less pressure on them. So could be a unit that surprises and goes up the standings a little bit. And actually, I should say before we go at seven, Max Domi... Um, his health is also in question. We'll see. Uh, that would help Sillinger, <laughs> maybe. Uh, and that would also make the team, again, uh, able to move up maybe as high as fifth or sixth. Um, so we'll see. Now for the seventh place team, we have the New Jersey Devils. So the Devils, uh, for me, uh, the forward group could be very interesting. I said it again. I think the forward group could be good. Thomas Tatar coming in. Uh, is pretty good for Jack Hughes. Uh, Yegor Sharingovich, one of my favorite names, uh, showed some stuff last year. Uh, uh, you've got Andreas Janssen. It just hasn't really worked out here, so that's not great. Nico Hischier, though, is back. He was hurt a lot of last year. That should help down the middle offensively and defensively. Jesper Bratt, I like uh, as a middle six guy. Miles Wood, I love his speed. That's good for the penalty kill on the counter attack. Uh, Pavel Zaka had a pretty successful year last year. Uh, and Yanni Kuokinen, uh, another young guy who uh, I think has looked pretty decent. Uh, the fourth line, Boakvist, uh, McLeod, and Mercer. Uh, some young guys. So th this is why I have this team as far down as I do. They had a good offseason. 
Um, and we'll, I guess we'll go right into that where they got Graves and Hamilton, uh, Ryan Graves and Dougie Hamilton. Pretty good. I, I, pretty good business here by the Devils. Um, and I, I, you know, Ty Smith gets another year. Uh, it'll be with, uh, Damon Severson, apparently, uh, Siegenthaler and Subban. Although Subban tonight in between these videos, as we filmed all of our previews in the same night, um, the, we, I, I saw the Subban slew foot on uh, Ryan Reeves. Maybe a suspension. We'll see. Uh, Subban, though, not much of a plus defensively anymore at all. Isn't a plus. Uh, so this feels like a team that has upside, uh, but I'm worried about the goaltending situation. And that is because Mackenzie Blackwood uh, still isn't vaccinated. Uh, that will make it you know, very complex on where he can play. Uh, what the situation's going to be like with him and his teammates. I'm sure it won't be good for the chemistry um, where he's just completely isolated from his teammates all year. And um, the backup being Bernier, pretty solid. And Wedgwood as the three gave the Islanders fits last year. So it's not bad, but there's a, there's a that's just a, a precarious situation uh, with Blackwood. And um, I still think uh, the forward group is, is going to be going through it a little bit. And I think they'll be a little bit better defensively. But, uh, again, I don't know if there's a single bad team in this division. So, the Devils, I think all these teams have some playoff upside. That'll lead us to the number six team, the Philadelphia Flyers. This is a team that year to year is very, very difficult to figure out because they're good when you don't think they'll be good, and they're bad when you think they'll be good. Uh, last year, they fell back after having an amazing season prior to that. Very hard to figure this team out. A little bit of changes. They bring in Cam Atkinson, who... Um, this is a really potent offense from the Flyers. And this team, I, I do think, has a lot of upside. Um, I could be massively underrating them because you've got on the left, Giroux, Van Riemsdyk, uh, Lindblom, and Lawton. I thought I was going to say that faster. Uh, and down the middle, Couturier... You've got Morgan Frost now. Who I, I keep hearing such great stuff about him. It's time for him to get an NHL shot. Derek Broussard, uh, I miss you, bud. I know you grew a beard. Um, you'll be back. <laughs> Nate Thompson on the fourth line for some grit and experience. On the right, Konechny, Farabee, Atkinson, Abe Kubel. I finally learned how to say his name. And also, that's pretty good scoring depth. First line to third. So And, and Scott Lawton has a good shot, too. So this is a pretty potent offense. And that's minus uh, Kevin Hayes who will eventually slot back into either the 1C or 2C. So the Flyers, very good on the uh, forward group. Defensively, it's going to be interesting. There's a couple pickups I'm not so sure about. Do like Ryan Ellis. Do like that ad. Could help Provorov get back to where he was a couple years ago. Sanheim, not a great year for him last year. Rasmus Ristolainen coming in, not sure that's going to help. Uh, Keith Yandel, uh, good for the power play. Helpful for the power play. Justin Braun. You know, he's a guy. Uh, although I, I hear from Flyer fans that they have appreciated his efforts the last couple of years. Um, so this could be, with all the offensive firepower, a good power play unit and bringing in Keith Yandel could help that. Uh, so this team could score a lot. Very, very worried about the goaltending. My phone just fell. That's what I'm worried about. That's what really pushes this team backwards for me. Carter Hart has been put in a really bad spot the last couple or the last year. And he can't, I don't think... It would have been nice to put him in a 1A, 1B situation. You go out and you get Martin Jones. That is not that. That is not helpful. Very worried for Carter Hart. Uh, keep away from him, you bastards. <laughs> what a way to end that one. Well, this is a fun one. Here comes the hate and the hate mob. Assemble! 
We have the New York Rangers outside of the playoffs at the fifth spot. Uh, how many years now? This, this would be a really frustrating spot for the Rangers because it would be like, oh, we just missed again. And it feels like they're making progress. And then I don't like the offseason they had. I will admit, I could be wrong because Gerard Gallant is a better coach than David uh, David Quinn. Uh, so you've got uh, Zabanejad still. Lafreniere and Kako are going to be asked to do a lot because you no longer have Booch. Do not like that move. But if Kako and Lafreniere, you know, do what they do, and on the left side you've got Kreider and Panarin in the top six, could be still very potent. Uh, Ryan Strom is somehow still on the team, uh, but is a decent playmaker that just can't shoot. Uh, Mika Zabanejad will score a lot of goals. And uh, the bottom six is where this team got a shakeup. You've got Kravtsov, a lot of upside. Uh, Heedle looks pretty good. Um, Goodrow got suspended, like in his, or sorry, got kicked out of his first preseason game. We'll see how that goes. Very excited for every time the Rangers play the Capitals this year, as everyone is. Uh, Sammy Blade comes in. Uh, he could play third or fourth line, I guess. Kevin Rooney and Ryan Reeves. Ryan Reeves got hurt tonight. That is very worrisome uh, for the character they've been building in terms of uh, how tough they want to be and how they want to fight Tom Wilson. And that's why the Islanders didn't put Ross Johnson on waivers because the Rangers would have scooped him up immediately. So we'll see what the Rangers do to replace Ryan Reeves if he's gone long term. Um, could hurt the scheme that they've been setting up. Defensively, Ryan Lindgren, Adam Fox, great pairing. Beyond that, it'll be interesting. Keandre Miller... Uh, he's going through, you know, he's going to have growing pains. Jacob Truba as his partner, that'll be interesting. Truba's been very underwhelming. He still makes more money than Adam Pellick, so that's funny. Um, and the, the Patrick Nemeth, it feels like they could have filled anybody in that role. Um, and he'll be with Nils Lundqvist, I guess, depending on some roster camp stuff. Uh, but it's better than Jack Johnson, so that's something. Um, in goal, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I uh, Shosturkin is showing all the signs of uh, you know being able to be that guy, the guy. And Alexander Georgiev's there to beat the Islanders every time they start him against them. So and Georgiev's a good goalie. I don't want to undermine that with just the Islander thing, but yeah. So good in goal. Questions at past you know the Fox pair, and on offense, guys will have to step up. So I think there's enough questions there to say this is a team that's borderline. But just out. All right, and just sneaking into the playoff spot, uh, playoffs in a playoff spot. Well done, Tom. Is the Pittsburgh Penguins? No, they'll never die. Moving on to three. No, okay. So we'll talk about Pittsburgh. This is a tough one because uh, I guess I just hedged my bets here that they'll figure it out eventually. But they are going to have some difficulties at the beginning of the year. No Crosby. No Malkin. Gensel just tested positive for COVID. I think Aston Reese did too. This team is missing a lot of guys, and the first month could be real tough. Um, Jason Zucker, Jeff Carter, Brian Rust, Derek and Kapanen are going to have to really step up. They bring in Brock McGinn. I like that. Teddy Bluger is really good down the middle. Evan Rodriguez. These guys are going to have to be really good. Danton Heinen comes in. Dominic Simone. Um, so, yeah, they're going to need a lot of guys to step up because there are a lot of injuries. But... I, with the team structure the last few years, I mean, they won the division last year in a tough division. So you have to give them credit for that. Um, and I do kind of, I'm, I'm kind of throwing some blind faith in there that they just seem to figure it out. And over the last few years, even when Malkin's been hurt, they've played pretty well. So I got to give them the benefit of the doubt until they, you know, fall off. And um, 
Brian Dumoulin, Latang, Matheson, Marino, Pedersen, Friedman on defense. Uh, it's fine. I still like Marino, uh, Latang. Uh, he, he'll take some chances that'll cost you goals, but he'll also jump up in the attack and give you some stuff there. Uh, Dumoulin, Matheson's been okay since he came over. Um, we'll see if he can avoid being suspended. In goal, that's where all the conversations were in the offseason. Um, Jari, DeSmith, uh, it's not a bad pair. Jari was good during the regular season, had a real bad playoff. It'll be very interesting to see if he can mentally get past that series because he was dreadful. Uh, and Casey DeSmith, you know, we'll see if he steals the starting job at some point. But both of these guys, I think, are still good goalies. Just not, not, they're not terrible because they had one bad postseason. So on to number three. Third place is the Carolina Hurricanes. This is a team that had not a great offseason. Uh, they do have a lot of great infrastructure, and having Rob Brindamore is very helpful. Um, you still have an incredible first line. You have Martin Nikas, who is progressing really well. Uh, Vincent Trocek, ton of center depth. You've got Aho Trocek, uh, a little Nikas, <laughs> Stepan, and Stahl. Um, that's a lot of depth. That's a lot of depth. Uh, and on the left side, Svechnikov, Niederreiter, Kokanyemi. I still feel like that was a weird move, and I still feel like they're overpaying for him, but he's having a good preseason, so maybe it'll work out. Jesper Faust, still pretty good um, third liner uh, to add some offense. Uh, Tevu Teravainen. I named my fantasy team Tevu Teravainen because I am terrible. And uh, Martin, Martin Nikas. The fourth line, Stepan Lorenz and Martinuk. I like Martinuk. Uh, Stepan, I don't know about. We'll see. But pretty decent forward group still huge center depth which is helpful in this league slavin with d'angelo it's not quite slavin hamilton uh you've got pesci and shea shea could get a bounce back pesci um you know he's a good stay-at-home defenseman ian cole and ethan bear i like adding bear a little bit of offense so they're trying to piece together the the lost offense from dougie hamilton with bear and d'angelo let's just hope it doesn't destroy their locker room um or let's hope it does because we're islander fans right we're all islander fans uh in goal very very uh i got it i'm gonna say it again interesting situation uh you've got anderson and ronta this is complete boom bust these guys both get hurt a lot and they're both getting up there in age It'll be very, you know, this is something I'm going to be watching throughout the year because this could be amazing and both these guys could have amazing bounce backs and this team could just be a juggernaut or they could both be really bad and uh, I'll have the same worries as I do for the uh, Florida Panthers, I suppose, and Philly. So we're going to move on to number two in this division. In a last minute adjustment, we're going to go with the Capitals. So originally, I had the Capitals winning the division, kind of throwing, you know, back to like, this is a team that's fairly similar to last year and is a really good regular season team that's still got a lot of scoring. What, what gave me pause um, is their defense last year was not very good, and it hasn't been since Barry Trotz left. And they lost Brendan Dillon, and Brendan Dillon's a pretty good defenseman. And I it's going to be... You know, Orlov was not great last year. He's not great defensively. John Carlson's obviously a fantastic defenseman. Justin Schultz adds some offense. Michael Kempney is pretty good. Him being hurt last year, you know, was part, part didn't help them uh, at points. And in goal, I think it's pretty good with Samsonov and uh, Vitek Vanasek. 
which I when I, I was originally gonna do like additions and subtractions in the off season, but I just my my job has required very much time. So I want to still make the joke I was gonna make. The biggest loss for the Capitals in the offseason was Vitek Vanasek. The biggest addition was Vitek Vanasek because they lost him in the expansion draft and then they traded back for him. That was fun. That was fun. Good job by Seattle. That's what I do in my expansion modes in NHL. I take a player and then I go, you want him back? Give me a first round pick. So good stuff there. But um, Nicholas Backstrom, is uh, his health uh, is up in the air right now. So going back to the forwards, or going to the forwards for the first time, uh, Hendricks Lapierre. Is going to get a shot on the third, uh, third pairing, uh, third pairing, third line center. Very excited to see the former first round pick. He's had an injury uh, riddled youth. Very hopeful for him, which is not against the Islanders. Uh, you've got Ovechkin, who still looks great. Uh, maybe a little bit lower in the goal scoring department. I had him in fantasy last year. I noticed it. Uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov. You know, the nose candy is a thing, but if you can stay out of the cocaine, you're doing great. Uh, Tom Wilson is going to be Tom Wilson. Rent-free, bro. Uh, God, I love that. Um, I, I mean, I don't love it on Twitter. I have those. I think I have that phrase, like, muted on Twitter, rent-free, because I think it's a dumb argument, but it is fun to me. Um, Anthony Mantha uh, looked pretty good um, in his regular season stint, not as good in the playoffs uh, with the Capitals, so we'll see what happens there. Lars Eller, dependable uh, forward. He is going to be uh, important while we figure out what's going on with Backstrom. Uh, Daniel Sprong, uh, good sniper. TJ Oshie, still pretty good sniper. I like Connor Sheary. I love short kings. Um, and the fourth line, Haglin, uh, Dowd, and Gathaway. Hathaway. Uh, pretty good. Good experience there. And uh, so it's a well-rounded forward unit, but it's getting up there in age. So we'll see how they continue in that direction. And... Uh, yeah, so I guess that leaves one team for first place. Da, 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 da. You know what? I don't need a computer. Oh, no, I gave it away. We've got the New York Islanders winning the Metro Division. This was the last-minute change. Um, I'll explain, first of all, why I didn't have them at first originally. Um, I, I feel like a lot of people I'm worried about... So now you've got the Athletic picking the Islanders finish first, and you've got a lot of different outlets I'm seeing and, and just random people picking the Islanders to finish first. And I'm worried that they haven't seen a lot of the Islanders in the regular season the last few years uh, because the Islanders... I, I mean, look, I, I'm sure like the sports writers do, but like the random Instagram accounts that are like, Islanders first! Like, so here's where I pause on that. The Islanders every year do have like a 10 to 15 game stretch. James, you can help me out here. Don't they have a 10 to 15 game stretch where scoring goals feels like pulling teeth? Yeah, he shook his head. Believe in me. He's here. I'm here with all my friends. They're just out of frame. <laughs> That's not true. They're in frame. This is really good for like a serial killer vibe. Getting back to the New York Islanders. Um, so I just want people to know when they're watching the Islanders for the first time this year in the regular season and going, Oh, wait a second. I thought these guys are the best ever and they beat everybody come playoff time, except for Tampa Bay. Um, I want you to know that they do go through stretches. I think maybe because the Barry Trotz system is very demanding for forwards offensively and defensively uh, that, you know, I think there are stretches where guys get exhausted. And uh, But the fitness level, obviously, you see it come playoff time. It's still there. So they're a well-trained team, one of the, probably the best coach in the league. Um, and very excited. We're going to get... Anders Lee back. We went to the conference finals without Anders Lee, without our captain. That's something to note. And the first line this year, 
They lose Eberle. I think Palmieri can make up for it. Palmieri has scored 30 goals before. Um, that line, to me, feels like a lot of upside there. Second line is what it was. Bailey, Beauvillier, uh, and, and Brock. Very excited for them. As usual, I just expect them to score in bunches and to be a really good unit together. Third line is going to be very interesting. You add Zach Parise. Zach Parise, uh, I think, is going to be very motivated. Um, he's He loves Lou. He loves Lou. And now they're reunited, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Don't you laugh. <laughs> uh, it's going to be very exciting because uh, not having Leo on that line or Dow Cole and having it be, you know, a good offensive hockey player playing with Wallstrom, hopefully, uh, or Ponick in that spot, uh, and Pajot, very excited that that unit could be a little bit better and just add the depth scoring a little bit. Fourth line is going to be the fourth line. Johnston might start the year on the fourth line because of Martin's offseason surgery. Um, I'm okay with that. Johnston, I know uh, James loves Johnston, but uh, I, I like him in short bursts. Uh, defensively, you have re-signed Pellick to an amazing deal. Uh, Pollock, he's next up. you got to sign him next year. Great pairing. One of the best pairings. Um, the biggest weakness for the Islanders, in my opinion, is that left side right now, which is Andy Green, who's with uh, Scott Mayfield, uh, and Zdeno Chara. I love the Chara signing for, like, the memes and, um, and, and realistically for intangibles when it comes to helping Noah Dobson along the way. Noah Dobson's looked very good in the preseason. We'll hope that translates. But um, it, I, I do want Robin Solo or Eric Gustafson to win the other job and put Andy Green into seventh defenseman territory. I'll be a lot more comfortable in that scenario because I think we need to replace a Nick Letty with another Nick Letty type, and Robin Solo has shown that in the preseason. Uh, goaltending. Varlamov, a little bit worried. He doesn't look like he'll be ready for the start of the year. Um, that could give us some problems at the beginning of the year. I have full faith in Sorokin when he plays. I do not have full faith in Corey Schneider at this point in his career uh, playing NHL minutes significantly. So that'll be something to watch. Maybe John Gillies actually plays instead of him, but probably not because Lou loves Corey too. Lou loves his guys. Uh, so that's it. That's that's my explanation. I think the Islanders uh, have improved offensively, and I think Salo will um, hopefully win that job. And if he doesn't, Gustafson's looked very good, and they'll get that offensive left-handed defenseman at that second spot, and they'll be okay there. And um, in goal, once Varley's back, they'll be completely fine there. So maybe a little bit of uh, rockiness to start the year, and then uh, I'm very excited for them to hit their stride. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the last of our season previews. Like, comment below, subscribe. Let me know how wrong I am. Let me know if my Islander bias is showing. Let me know if my Islander bias is showing. Um, we'll see you next time. Uh, for the audio portion of this uh, series, go to the description below. You can listen to this if you're tired of looking at my face on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all your favorite places. So we'll see you next time. Thank you again from Belmont Bunch, and uh, enjoy the hockey season, especially if you're a Jets or a Giants fan. Goodbye.